0: Today is day 16 of our daily Bible reading plan. We will be completing Exodus chapters 26 through 30. Lord God, as we come upon your word today, that you would bless this time. That you would show us more of who you really are, what you expect from us, and that even though these parts are harder to read than others, that you may show us the truth that's in your word and how it applies to our lives today. In the name of Jesus, amen. Moreover, you shall make the tabernacle with ten curtains of fine twisted linen, and blue and purple and scarlet material. You shall make them with cherubim, the work of a skillful workman. The length of each curtain shall be twenty-eight cubits, and the width of each curtain four cubits. All the curtains shall have the same measurements. 5 curtains shall be joined to one another, and the other 5 curtains shall be joined to one another. You shall make loops of blue on the edge of the outmost curtain in the first set, and likewise you shall make them on the edge of the curtain that is outermost in the second set. You shall make 50 loops in the one curtain, and you shall make 50 loops on the edge of the curtain that is in the second set. The loops shall be opposite each other. You shall make fifty clasps of gold, and join the curtains to one another with the clasps, so that the tabernacle will be a unit. Then you shall make curtains of goat's hair for a tent over the tabernacle. You shall make eleven curtains in all. The length of each curtain shall be thirty cubits, and the width of each curtain four cubits. The eleven curtains shall have the same measurements. You shall join 5 curtains by themselves, and the other 6 curtains by themselves, and you shall double over the 6th curtain at the front of the tent. You shall make 50 loops on the edge of the curtain that is outermost in the first set, and 50 loops on the edge of the curtain that is outermost in the second set. You shall make 50 clasps of bronze, and you shall put the clasps into the loops and join the tent together so that it will be a unit. The overlapping part that is left over in the curtains of the tent, the half curtain that is left over, shall lap over the back of the tabernacle. The cubit on one side and the cubit on the other of what is left over in the length of the curtains of the tent shall lap over the sides of the tabernacle on one side and on the other to cover it. You shall make a covering for the tent of ram-skins, dyed red, and a covering of porpoise-skins above. Then you shall make the boards for the tabernacle of acacia-wood, standing upright. Ten cubits shall be the length of each board, and one and a half cubits the width of each board. There shall be two tenons for each board, fitted to one another. Thus you shall do for all the boards of the tabernacle you shall make the boards for the tabernacle, twenty boards for the south side. You shall make forty sockets of silver under the twenty boards, two sockets under one board for its two tenons and two sockets under another board for its two tenons. And for the second side of the tabernacle, on the north side, twenty boards and there forty sockets of silver, two sockets under one board and two sockets under another board. For the rear of the tabernacle, to the west, you shall make six boards. You shall make two boards for the corners of the tabernacle at the rear. They shall be double beneath, and together they shall be complete to its top, to the first ring. Thus it shall be with both of them. They shall form the two corners. There shall be eight boards with their sockets of silver, sixteen sockets two sockets under one board, and two sockets under another board. There you shall make bars of acacia wood, five for the boards of one side of the tabernacle, and five bars for the boards on the other side of the tabernacle, and five bars for the boards of the side of the tabernacle, for the rear side to the west. The middle bar in the center of the boards shall pass through from end to end. You shall overlay the boards with gold, and make their rings of gold as holders for the bars. And you shall overlay the bars with gold. Then you shall erect the tabernacle according to its plan, which you have been shown in the mountain. You shall make a veil of blue and purple and scarlet material, and fine twisted linen. It shall be made with cherubim, the work of a skillful workman. You shall hang it on four pillars of acacia overlaid with gold, their hooks also being of gold, on four sockets of silver. You shall hang up the veil under the clasps, and shall bring in the ark of the testimony there within the veil. And the veil shall serve for you as a partition between the holy place and the holy of holies. You shall put the mercy seat on the ark of the testimony in the holy of holies. You shall set the table outside the veil, and the lampstand opposite the table on the side of the tabernacle toward the south, and you shall put the table on the north side. You shall make a screen for the doorway of the tent of blue and purple and scarlet material and fine twisted linen, the work of a weaver. You shall make five pillars of acacia for the screen and overlay them with gold their hooks also being of gold, and you shall cast five sockets of bronze for them. And you shall make the altar of acacia wood, five cubits long and five cubits wide. The altar shall be square, and its height shall be three cubits. You shall make its horns on its four corners. Its horns shall be of one piece with it, and you shall overlay it with bronze. You shall make its pails for removing its ashes, and its shovels, and its basins, and its forks, and its firepans. You shall make all its utensils of bronze. You shall make for it a grating of network of bronze, and on the net you shall make four bronze rings at its four corners. You shall put it beneath, under the ledge of the altar, so that the net will reach halfway up the altar. You shall make poles for the altar, poles of acacia wood, and overlay them with bronze. Its poles shall be inserted into the rings, so that the poles shall be on the two sides of the altar when it is carried. You shall make it hollow with planks, as it was shown to you in the mountain, so they shall make it. You shall make the court of the tabernacle. On the south side there shall be hangings for the court of fine twisted linen one hundred cubits long for one side, and its pillars shall be twenty, with their twenty sockets of bronze. The hooks of the pillars and their bands shall be of silver. Likewise, for the north side, in length there shall be hangings one hundred cubits long, and its twenty pillars with their twenty sockets of bronze. The hooks of the pillars and their bands shall be of silver. For the width of the court on the west side shall be hangings of 50 cubits with their 10 pillars and their 10 sockets. The width of the court on the east side shall be 50 cubits. The hangings from the one side of the gate shall be 15 cubits with their 3 pillars and their 3 sockets. And for the other side shall be hangings of 15 cubits with their 3 pillars and their 3 sockets. For the gate of the court there shall be a screen of twenty cubits, of blue and purple and scarlet material, and fine twisted linen, the work of a weaver, with their four pillars and their four sockets. All the pillars around the court shall be furnished with silver bands, with their hooks of silver and their sockets of bronze. The length of the court shall be one hundred cubits, and the width fifty throughout and the height five cubits of fine twisted linen, and their sockets of bronze. All the utensils of the tabernacle used in all its service, and all its pegs, and all the pegs of the court, shall be of bronze. You shall charge the sons of Israel, that they bring you clear oil of beaten olives for the light, to make a lamp burn continually. In the tent of meeting, Outside the veil which is before the testimony, Aaron and his sons shall keep it in order from evening to morning before the Lord. It shall be a perpetual statute throughout their generations for the sons of Israel. Then bring near to yourself Aaron, your brother, and his sons with him, and from the sons of Israel to minister as priest to me, Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar, Aaron's sons. You shall make holy garments for Aaron, your brother, for glory and for beauty. You shall speak to all the skillful persons whom I have endowed with the spirit of wisdom, that they make Aaron's garments to consecrate him, that he may minister as priest to me. These are the garments which they shall make, a breastplate and an ephod and a robe and a tunic of checkered work, a turban, and a sash. And they shall make holy garments for Aaron, your brother, and his sons, that he may minister as priest to me. They shall take the gold, and the blue, and the purple, and the scarlet material, and the fine linen. They shall also make the ephod of gold, of purple, and blue, and scarlet material, and fine twisted linen, the work of a skillful workman. It shall have two shoulder pieces joined to its two ends, that it may be joined. The skillfully woven band which is on it shall be like its workmanship, of the same material, of gold, of blue, and purple, and scarlet material, and fine twisted linen. You shall take two onyx stones, and engrave on them the names of the sons of Israel. Six of their names on the one stone, and the names of the other, remaining six on the other stone, according to their birth. As a jeweler engraves a signet, you shall engrave the two stones according to the names of the sons of Israel. You shall set them in filigree settings of gold. You shall put the two stones on the shoulder pieces of the ephod, as stones of memorial for the sons of Israel. And Aaron shall bear their names before the Lord on his two shoulders for a memorial. You shall make filigree settings of gold, and two chains of pure gold. You shall make them of twisted cordage work, and you shall put the corded chains on the filigree settings. You shall make a breastplate of judgment, the work of a skillful workman, like the work of the ephod you shall make it, of gold and blue, and purple, and scarlet material, and fine twisted linen, you shall make it. It shall be square, and folded double, a span in length, and a span in width. You shall mount on it four rows of stones. The first row shall be a row of ruby, topaz, and emerald, and the second row a turquoise, a sapphire, and a diamond, and the third row a jacinth, an agate, and an amethyst, and the fourth row, a beryl, and an onyx, and a jasper. They shall be set in gold filigree. The stones shall be according to the names of the sons of Israel, twelve according to their names. They shall be like the engravings of a seal, each according to his name for the twelve tribes you shall make on the breastpiece chains of twisted cordage work in pure gold. You shall make on the breastpiece two rings of gold, and shall put the two rings on the two ends of the breastpiece. You shall put the two cords of gold on the two rings at the ends of the breastpiece. You shall put the other two ends of the two cords on the two filigree settings, and put them on the shoulder pieces of the ephod at the front of it. You shall make two rings of gold, and shall place them on the two ends of the breastpiece, on the edge of it, which is toward the inner side of the ephod. You shall make two rings of gold, and put them on the bottom of the two shoulder pieces of the ephod, and on the front of it close to the place where it is joined, above the skillfully woven band of the ephod. They shall bind the breastpiece by its rings to the rings of the ephod, with a blue cord, so that it will be on the skillfully woven band of the ephod, and that the breastpiece will not come loose from the ephod. Aaron shall carry the names of the sons of Israel in the breastpiece of judgment over his heart when he enters the holy place, for a memorial before the Lord continually. You shall put in the breastpiece of judgment the Urim, and the Thummim. And they shall be over Aaron's heart when he goes in before the Lord. And Aaron shall carry the judgment of the sons of Israel over his heart before the Lord continually. You shall make the robe of the ephod all of blue. There shall be an opening at its top in the middle of it. Around its opening there shall be a binding of woven work, as like the opening of a coat of mail. So that it will not be torn. You shall make on its hem pomegranates of blue and purple and scarlet material, all around on its hem, and bells of gold between them all around. A golden bell and a pomegranate, a golden bell and a pomegranate, all around on the hem of the robe. It shall be on Aaron when he ministers. And its tinkling shall be heard when he enters and leaves the holy place before the Lord, so that he will not die. You shall also make a plate of pure gold, and shall engrave on it, like the engravings of a seal, holy to the Lord. You shall fasten it on a blue cord, and it shall be on the turban. It shall be at the front of the turban. It shall be on Aaron's forehead. And Aaron shall take away the iniquity of the holy things which the sons of Israel consecrate with regard to all their holy gifts. And it shall always be on his forehead that they may be accepted before the Lord. You shall weave the tunic of checkered work of fine linen and shall make the turban of fine linen and you shall make a sash the work of a weaver. For Aaron's sons you shall make tunics You shall also make sashes for them, and you shall make caps for them, for glory and for beauty. You shall put them on Aaron your brother, and on his sons with him, and you shall anoint them, and ordain them, and consecrate them, that they may serve me as priests. You shall make for them linen breeches, to cover their bare flesh. They shall reach from the loins even to the thighs. They shall be on Aaron and on his sons when they enter the tent of meeting or when they approach the altar to minister in the holy place so that they they do not incur guilt and die. It shall be a statute forever to him and to his descendants after him. Now this is what you shall do to them to consecrate them, to minister as priests to me. Take one young bull and two rams without blemish and unleavened bread, and unleavened cakes mixed with oil, and unleavened wafers spread with oil. You shall make them of fine wheat flour. You shall put them in one basket, and present them in the basket, along with the bull and the two rams. Then you shall bring Aaron and his sons to the doorway of the tent of meeting, and wash them with water. You shall take the garments, and put on Aaron the tunic, and the robe of the ephod, and the ephod, and the breastpiece, and gird him with the skillfully woven band of the ephod. And you shall set the turban on his head, and put the holy crown on the turban. Then you shall take the anointing oil, and pour it on his head, and anoint him. You shall bring his sons, and put tunics on them. You shall gird them with sashes, Aaron and his sons, and bind caps on them, and they shall have the priesthood by perpetual statute. So you shall ordain Aaron and his sons. Then you shall bring the bull before the tent of meeting, and Aaron and his sons shall lay their hands on the head of the bull. You shall slaughter the bull before the Lord at the doorway of the tent of meeting. You shall take some of the blood of the bull and put it on the horns of the altar with your finger. And you shall pour out all the blood at the base of the altar. You shall take all the fat that covers the entrails, and the lobe of the liver, and the two kidneys, and the fat that is on them, and offer them up in smoke on the altar. But the flesh of the bull, and its hide, and its refuse, you shall burn with fire outside the camp. It is a sin offering. You shall also take the one ram. And Aaron and his sons shall lay their hands on the head of the ram, and you shall slaughter the ram, and shall take its blood and sprinkle it around on the altar. Then you shall cut the ram into its pieces, and wash its entrails and its legs, and put them with its pieces and its head. You shall offer up and smoke the whole ram on the altar. It is a burnt offering to the Lord. It is a soothing aroma an offering by fire to the Lord. Then you shall take the other ram, and Aaron and his sons shall lay their hands on the head of the ram. You shall slaughter the ram, and take some of its blood, and put it on the lobe of Aaron's right ear, and on the lobe of his sons' right ears, and on the thumbs of their right hands, and on the big toes of their right feet, and sprinkle the rest of the blood around on the altar. Then you shall take some of the blood that is on the altar and some of the anointing oil and sprinkle it on Aaron and on his garments and on his sons and on his sons' garments with him. So he and his garments shall be consecrated, as well as his sons and his sons' garments with him. You shall also take the fat from the ram and the fat tail and the fat that covers the entrails and the lobe of the liver and the two kidneys. And the fat that is on them, and the right thigh, for it is a ram of ordination. And one cake of bread, and one cake of bread mixed with oil, and one wafer from the basket of unleavened bread, which is set before the Lord. And you shall put all these in the hands of Aaron and in the hands of his sons, and shall wave them as a wave offering before the Lord. You shall take them from their hands and offer them up in smoke on the altar on the burnt offering for a soothing aroma before the Lord. It is an offering by fire to the Lord. Then you shall take the breast of Aaron's ram of ordination, and wave it as a wave offering before the Lord, and it shall be your portion. You shall consecrate the breast of the wave offering, and the thigh of the heave offering, which was waved, and what was offered from the ram of ordination. It shall be for Aaron and his sons as their portion forever from the sons of Israel, for it is a heave offering. And it shall be a heave offering from the sons of Israel, from the sacrifices of their peace offerings, even their heave offering to the Lord. The holy garments of Aaron shall be for his sons after him, that in them they may be anointed and ordained. For seven days, the one of his sons who is priest in his stead shall put them on when he enters the tent of meeting to minister in the holy place. You shall take the ram of ordination and boil its flesh in a holy place. Aaron and his sons shall eat the flesh of the ram and the bread that is in the basket at the doorway of the tent of meeting. Thus they shall eat those things by which atonement was made at their ordination and consecration. But a layman shall not eat them, because they are holy. If any of the flesh of ordination or any of the bread remains until morning, then you shall burn the remainder with fire. It shall not be eaten, because it is holy. Thus you shall do to Aaron and to his sons according to all that I have commanded you. You shall ordain them through seven days. Each day you shall offer a bull as a sin offering for atonement. And you shall purify the altar when you make atonement for it, and you shall anoint it to consecrate it. For seven days you shall make atonement for the altar and consecrate it. Then the altar shall be most holy and whatever touches the altar shall be holy. Now this is what you shall offer on the altar, two one-year-old lambs each day, continuously. The one lamb you shall offer in the morning, and the other lamb you shall offer at twilight. And there shall be one-tenth of an ephah of fine flour mixed with one-fourth of a hen of beaten oil, and one-fourth of a hen of wine for a drink offering with one lamb. The other lamb you shall offer at twilight, and shall offer with it the same grain offering and the same drink offering as in the morning, for a soothing aroma, an offering by fire to the Lord. It shall be a continual burnt offering throughout your generations at the doorway of the tent of meeting before the Lord, where I will meet with you to speak with you there. I will meet there with the sons of Israel, and it shall be consecrated by my glory. I will consecrate the tent of meeting and the altar. I will also consecrate Aaron and his sons to minister as priests to me. I will dwell among the sons of Israel, and will be their God. They shall know that I am the Lord their God, who brought them out of the land of Egypt, that I may dwell among them. I am the Lord their God. Moreover, you shall make an altar as a place for burning incense. You shall make it of acacia wood. Its length shall be a cubit, and its width a cubit, and shall be square, and its height shall be two cubits. Its horns shall be of one piece with it. You shall overlay it with pure gold, its tops and its sides all around, and its horns, and you shall make a gold molding all around for it. You shall make two gold rings for it under its molding. You shall make them on its two side walls, on opposite sides, and they shall be holders for poles with which to carry it. You shall make the poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold. You shall put this altar in front of the veil that is near the Ark of the Testimony, in front of the mercy seat that is over the Ark of the Testimony, where I will meet with you. Aaron shall burn fragrant incense on it. He shall burn it every morning when he trims the lamps. When Aaron trims the lamps at twilight, he shall burn incense. There shall be perpetual incense before the Lord throughout your generations. You shall not offer any strange incense on this altar, or burnt offering, or meal offering, and you shall not pour out a drink offering on it. Aaron shall make atonement on its horns once a year. He shall make atonement on it with the blood of the sin offering of atonement once a year throughout your generations. It is most holy to the Lord. The Lord also spoke to Moses, saying, When you take a census of the sons of Israel to number them, then each one of them shall give a ransom for himself to the Lord when you number them, so that there will be no plague among them when you number them. This is what everyone who is numbered shall give. Half a shekel according to the shekel of the sanctuary. The shekel is twenty geras. Half a shekel as a contribution to the Lord. Everyone who is numbered from twenty years old and over shall give the contribution to the Lord. The rich shall not pay more, and the poor shall not pay less than the half-shekel, when you give the contribution to the Lord to make atonement for yourselves. You shall take the atonement money from the sons of Israel, and shall give it for the service of the tent of meeting, that it may be a memorial for the sons of Israel before the Lord to make atonement for yourselves. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, You shall also make a laver of bronze with its base of bronze for washing, and you shall put it between the tent of meeting and the altar, and you shall put water in it. Aaron and his sons shall wash their hands and their feet from it. When they enter the tent of meeting, they shall wash with water so that they will not die or when they approach the altar to minister, by offering up in smoke a fire, sacrifice to the Lord. So they shall wash their hands and their feet, so that they will not die, and it shall be a perpetual statute for them, for Aaron and his descendants throughout their generations. Moreover, the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take also for yourself the finest of spices, a flowing myrrh, five hundred shekels, and a fragrant cinnamon, half as much, two hundred and fifty, and a fragrant cane, two hundred and fifty, and of cassia, five hundred, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, and of olive oil, a hin. And ye shall make of these a holy anointing oil, a perfume mixture, the work of a perfumer. It shall be a holy anointing oil. With it you shall anoint the tent of meeting and the ark of the testimony, and the table and all its utensils, and the lampstand and its utensils, and the altar of incense, and the altar of burnt offering and all its utensils, and the laver and its stand. You shall also consecrate them that they may be most holy. Whatever touches them shall be holy. You shall anoint Aaron and his sons and consecrate them that they may be ministers as priests to me. You shall speak to the sons of Israel, saying, This shall be a holy anointing oil to me throughout your generations. It shall not be poured on anyone's body, nor shall you make it anything like it in the same proportions. It is holy, and it shall be holy to you. Whoever shall mix any like it, or whoever puts any of it on a layman, shall be cut off from his people. Then the Lord said to Moses, Take for yourselves spices, stacta, and anica, and galbanum, spices with pure frankincense. There shall be an equal part of each. With it you shall make incense, a perfume, the work of a perfumer, salted, pure, and holy. You shall beat some of it very fine, and put part of it before the testimony in the tent of meeting, where I will meet with you. It shall be most holy to you. The incense which you shall make, you shall not make in the same proportions for yourselves. It shall be holy to you for the Lord. Whoever shall make any like it to use as perfume shall be cut off from his people. All right, so this one was very descriptive, Uh, very interesting language here on how specifically how to build everything exactly the way God wanted it to be built, from how the actual tabernacle was to be built, all the furniture inside the tabernacle, the veil, which will be very important, especially in the New Testament. That veil is what is torn by Christ when he dies on the cross, he will divide that veil between the holy place, which is where the high priest Aaron and his sons are supposed to stay, and it divides it between them and the Holy of Holies, which is the back room where the Ark of the Covenant is and where the presence of God rests upon it, almost like a throne. And it is abominable to go into the Holy of Holies, which we'll find out soon, except for once a year to make a sacrifice. Otherwise, you do not go back there. You have no business talking to God uh, face-to-face like that, except for once a year. So you see that the priests and the high priest, Aaron, are, in a sense, a type of Christ. Since the Messiah has not yet come... They are to be the substitute messiahs as a means to atone for the sins of Israel. And they're only acceptable as being that instrument by being first consecrated, sanctified. And there's a very specific process. As you've seen, they've had to follow specific kinds of garments they have to wear, specific symbolism behind these uh, types of equipment and clothing, and it is all for God's honor. So, in some ways, it's very interesting because you get to see a glimpse of God seems to have some preferences for specific things that he likes. He seems to like the color blue and the color purple and scarlet, you know? I'm not saying this is exactly true, you know, please don't quote me as this is gospel, right? But it just gives you the impression that he's very fond of those colors. He's very fond of silver and gold. He's fond of certain smells, which we saw in his incense and in the perfume that uh we the anointing oil. Very specific things that God seems to like. He has a preference maybe. Very cool. Never really thought about it like that until I read it. Now, it does mention a couple of spices that I don't know what they are, honestly. I don't know what the common name for them today would be, like Onica and Galbanum. I'm not sure what those are. Stecta. I don't know what those are. (laughs) But uh, apparently they were mixed with frankincense, and it was made into a perfume, and it was most holy to God. He loved it. He loved it, and anybody who used it for casual purposes was cut off from their people. What does that mean? That literally means that they were no longer allowed to be called an Israelite. They were kicked out of the camp, so to speak. That's pretty serious. So all of this is very serious, and, and God does not take his holiness lightly, if we notice that. There's this very specific way that we're supposed to speak with him. We're supposed to interact with him. He has very specific expectations for us. And at the end of it, I don't know about you, but aren't you glad we don't have to do any of this anymore? (laughs) It's, It's good that when Jesus came and he abolished this portion of the law, since he is the final and ultimate sacrifice, no other sacrifices are required for all of eternity. I don't have to do this anymore, and so it's very nice. But all of this that's going on here is a foreshadowing of Christ, all of it. All of it is a foreshadowing of him. You just see all the different components of who he is as God and as the man that he was that saved us from sin, that previously prevented us from being in God's presence, under except for under special circumstances. And nowadays, we have the right to go approach the throne of Christ directly. They didn't have that back then. That's why they had the priests. Your average Israelite could not interact with God the way that these men did. So they had to have a middleman. They had to have a priest. They had to have a high priest, someone to represent them in front of God. And sacrifice on their behalf. And isn't it good that Christ did all of that for all time? We should be most blessed and be most thankful for what He's done for us. So, very specific language on all of this, and He insists that priesthood is to be His representatives. And so, in many ways, we are like it says in the New Testament, we are also priests with God. We are joint heirs with Christ, and we are also priests with him. Why? Because we are supposed to go out into the world, and we're supposed to share the gospel of Christ with others, and therefore we ourselves are representatives of God in his likeness. And so we certainly want to be a good, a good representative accurately representing him as he wants us to according to his word. That's why you'll see that reoccurring theme throughout the Bible, that there's a very specific way God wants things handled, and we do it exactly like that. We don't try to get creative with it, but we do it absolutely exactly as stated, because there's a reason for it, and ultimately it honors him by being obedient. So today is short and sweet. A lot of it was just more instructions on how to construct these things. It wasn't really too deep in theology today, but what there is here, and I'm sure there's a lot more. I am not an expert in these matters, but what I do know I share with you. But I hope you enjoyed today's reading. Um, As always, thank you for listening. I'm Ryan, and I look forward to seeing you next time. Take care, and God bless you.